Hello and welcome to a very morphin edition of Atomic Geekdom. My name is Dave. I hope you're all having a great week. I know I am. And joining me tonight from the... We'll change it up a little bit. I always introduce one of these guys first. I'll introduce the other one first. Uh, from the Just Two Pals podcast, pal numero uno, Johnny. Ah, it's morphin time! <laughs> uh, it's not too loud, is it? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. No. You can hear it, right? I can't hear anything right now. Oh, oh I was gonna say. for reals? Yep, I hear nothing. Oh, well, then that's just me in the audience that can hear it. Too bad for you. Oh, well. So I've got YouTube. <laughs> I'm going to look it up if I need to. There you go. Uh, and also joining us tonight is uh, from the Two Broke Geeks podcast, Matt. Howdy. I got a little discombobulated there because I usually do you first. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Uh, yeah, as you can tell from the music, or at least the audience can tell, not so much these two, and hopefully everybody else can. It says it's coming through on the audio thingy, but uh, whatever. Who cares? Technology sucks. Burn it all. Burn it all to the ground, Trump. Hey, look, we have the best technology, we live in the greatest country, and I'm going to make it even greater. It's going to be huge. (laughs) That was timed just right, because when he finished, it's just go, go, Power Rangers. Oh, I can hear the music now. (laughs) There you go. I'll give you guys a little something. Don't go too long, you'll get a C and D. (laughs) From Haim Saban. Yeah, I think uh, Saban, I should say. Uh, I think they'll be all right. They're making enough money now. Probably they did. They did do the cease and desist for that YouTube guy. That's right. Yep. Yeah, they're everyone's everyone's doing cease and desist on YouTube right now. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like we can't come up with our own ideas. What a bunch of jerks we are! What a bunch of jerks! Uh, no, but if you can't tell, we're going to talk about the Power Rangers. Uh, we all have seen the movie, so we will be going spoiler-ish into the film. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to know what happens in the movie, don't listen. But before we get to that, we'll talk a little bit about the history of the Power Rangers, at least were we fans growing up at all, um, that kind of thing. We won't delve too deep into the Power Rangers mythology, but uh, it would be fun to see how far back each of us go or if we watched any of the show at all or listened to any of the music CDs that were released with the show. Uh, I have a funny story about that, but um, Johnny, your first Power Rangers experience, go. Uh, The Mighty Morphin version, of course. Um, I was, uh, it was around my time, you know, as a kid and um, was always watching it on TV and yeah, it was the Mighty Morphin, man. It was, uh, I, I want to say I, I even started watching it, like, maybe right around the time it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I remember the premiere. Yeah, Mighty Morphin time, man. For some reason, they made it a big deal. I remember the premiere. It was on, like, an afternoon or evening, and then they made it, like, after school stuff. But, uh, yeah, 93. <laughs> show debuted. It seems like forever ago. <laughs> um, And I was just, like, just getting too old to play, like, to pretend to be these characters, you know? Like, you know, go outside, you play, like, yeah, I'm a Ninja Turtle, all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was just getting too old, but I'm like, no, Power Rangers are fun, man. We're just doing ninja and karate, and it's just an extension of that. Plus, the girls are hot. Like, so you got that. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely true. In your formative years. <laughs> so, um, even one of the villains was hot in one of the movies. It's like, it's crazy time. Uh, Matt, your first Power Rangers experience that you recall? Mighty Morphin Power Rangers when I was a kid. Nice. I loved Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Played with the, you know the action figures and everything, mm-hmm. and uh, those were weird action the, figures. Um, they were like the ones big, with the with the flippy heads. Yeah, they were bigger than normal action figures. Yeah, and I remember it, some of them were, and some of them weren't. Some yeah. of them were regular sized action figures, but then they had big versions and they had little versions. Right. And, uh, you know, go over to my friend Mickey's house and play in – or his, you know, or his grandmother's house. They, we all lived on the same street and everything and mm-hmm. play Power Ranger toys and 
had a you know the crush on the pink ranger and i had the power rangers uh sheets and like i used the pink ranger pillowcase as my pillowcase so i could sleep <laughs> with the pink ranger yeah lo- i loved it as a kid and had no idea how silly and cheesy it was until i was an adult but <laughs> right when yeah. i was a kid it was serious business man i've i'm still trying to go back and watch the the green the green it's ranger a- arc it's it's intolerable. It's impossible. It's, terrible. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's hard. absolutely intolerable. <laughs> you have to have that child's <laughs> imagination to really enjoy it. Still to this day. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Same for me. You know, the very beginning, I, and I took my brother to the movies, even though I was getting too old for it. Uh, I remember seeing that movie in the theater and how crazy that was. Like the Power Rangers got a movie with Ivan yep. Ivan Ooze. Fucking <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, Ivan Ooze, man. What a terrifying, non-terrifying villain. And I remember getting the, the Power Rangers Turbo movie, or Turbo a Power Rangers movie in, like, 97. I'm like, I'm too old for this crap. And I go and take my little brother to it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this Divatox chick is sexy. <laughs> well, here's the thing about Power Rangers. Like, it did faster than anything else I grew out of Power Rangers. Faster yeah. than I grew... Like, I went through a whole period where... It, Probably until I was an adult when I kind of like wanted the toys back because they were mm-hmm. pretty cool toys. Like the figure, like the character designs were always really good, but like I didn't even finish out the initial run of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, let alone get into the Power Rangers series that came after. Like, yeah, the lifespan of the show itself within my world was actually pretty short. And <laughs> a short, short shelf life for you, which, yeah, pretty much. And then like they a just, couple years, yeah, you know, a couple years, and, and then they kind of just spun around into millions of different like uh, mini series. Like I'm reading them on Wikipedia, going. yeah. Like just it's the names going. are insane. I don't know how you keep track. Any more from Power Rangers? Power Rangers Zero? I, I'm not even going to try to name them all. There so. you go. Very quickly. Uh, Power Rangers Turbo, Power Rangers in Space, Power Rangers Lost Galaxy, Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue, Power Rangers Time Force, Power Rangers Wild Force, Power Rangers Ninja Storm, Power Rangers Dino Thunder, Power Rangers SPD, that must be like some, uh, uh, you know, detective work, Uh, Power Rangers Mystic Force, Power Rangers Operation Overdrive, Power Rangers Jungle Fury, Power Rangers RPM, Power Rangers Samurai, uh, Power Rangers Megaforce, Super Megaforce, Power Rangers Dino Charge, and Dino Supercharge, and finally, currently... Power Rangers Ninja Steel. Whew. Yep. <laughs> and two yep. Mo- two movies, uh, now a third. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie, Turbo a Power Rangers movie, and Saban's Power Rangers. Crazy. Uh, yep. But that's, I mean, that's the franchise. They, they wouldn't keep making them if there wasn't a demand for them. Nope, they sure wouldn't. Did we just lose Johnny? Yeah, we'll get him back. Uh, so right, we'll just cool. keep we'll just keep cool, rolling cool. with it. And... Yeah, and the, the the weird thing about all and the, the the other interesting thing about Power Rangers is the first one to me is really the most aesthetically pleasing one too. Because if you look at all that, maybe it's just because those are the ones I was used to as a kid. Yeah, but like if I look at the the designs from the later Power Rangers. I'm like, oh man, something about those first Mighty Morphin Power Ranger costumes and Zords were just really aesthetically they grabbed you as yeah. a kid, and they still grab me as an adult. It like, like just I still, yeah, it just yeah. worked. Like yeah. you had the regular costumes, and they were just fine. And then you're introduced to this Green Ranger who's got this like weird turtleneck vest thing, and it was mm-hmm. perfect. I was like, oh, this guy's awesome. <laughs> And then they changed yep. him from the Green Ranger to the White Ranger, and it still worked. Although those oh, worked. that White Ranger costume is really cool. Although that had to get dirty real easy. <laughs> oh, it must have. With all the it must have kicking and flipping they do in the desert. Yeah, I actually got an article open right in front of me right now on IO9 called "23 Years of Power Rangers Uniforms Ranked." Oh, all right. Uh... I mean, I can't go through the whole thing. Yeah. It goes through ranking. But the, the top one they have, like the number one on the list, is Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah, the one that started and, it all. Yeah, and then number two on the list is Wild Force, uh, oh. which actually looks pretty close to the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers outfits. So well, What year? Wild Force was t- 2002, so it was only like, you know, seven to ten years after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. see what for those yeah. that don't know, uh, Power Rangers are a, an American adaptation or dub slash translation of a Japanese show. 
called yeah, Super like Sentai. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of stuff is just ripped right from that, and then we've dubbed over and re-recorded. You know, uh, Americans doing well, some all of this. the scenes. I was gonna say all the scenes of them in costume are just or yeah, right. I mean, the fight scenes just and... shot in the Super Sentai show. Yeah, and just dubbed with the English lines over them, and then. Uh, they shoot the scenes with the Rangers out of costume. and That's why there's a lot yeah. of fighting out of costume because these people were trained, you know, martial artists. So they mm-hmm. wanted to really kind of show off, especially, you know, yeah, all of them were really, really trained as far as I can tell. I mean, they're out of costume doing their own stunts. Yeah. Um, so, the, you know, they, they wanted to get as much of them uh, in the show because it's stolen from, not stolen, but borrowed from another TV show. Oh, yeah, it's just an adaptation of, yeah, it's like you said, it's an Americanized version of another show. And it's not, that's, you know, pretty common. Uh, I think they did the same exact thing with, um, oh, I'm pretty sure, wasn't, uh, oh, now it's completely leaving my mind. It's another giant robot show, Voltron. Wasn't Voltron originally a cartoon from Japan, and then they just dubbed it into English? I, think I could a, be wrong about that. Yeah, no, I think a lot of anime is that way, um, yeah, so. to be quite honest. Yeah. Um, I'm going to see what's going on with Johnny before we go too much further. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get into it too far without him, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Did you? The original the original concept of the show, yeah, it just uh, was really cool. It was just... And I've always said this in my adult life. I'm like, the concept of Power Rangers is cool, like a team of people, kind of like a superhero team, but they also fight giant monsters with giant robots. Like, right. That's or a good concept. <laughs> or as Jenny described it, uh, these are regular people with space powers. Um, mm, and Jenny being, also, yeah. being fairly uh, outside of our age group to have watched mm-hmm. it, that's how she described it. She's like, I don't know much about them other than they have space powers. And then I said, maybe you should sit out this podcast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so but She's not wrong. They no. do have space powers. Yeah. It's just funny to hear it described that way. I don't think I've ever heard anything described as space powers. So it's pretty great. I haven't either. Yeah. Um, did you relate to any, like, did you have a favorite right out the gate character? When I was a kid? Favorite ranger, yeah. Uh, the Red Ranger. I really liked the Red Ranger. And then, of course, the the Green and the White Ranger. Who didn't love the Green and the White Ranger? Especially because he was a because bad Tommy guy. Was... Yeah, and especially because, I mean, he just looked cool. He had that big gold thing around his mm-hmm. neck when he was the yeah. Green Ranger. He had and... a cool sword and a, his own you know, dragon. The dino Ranger. Yeah, the dra- <laughs> I, that's, that's what it was. Dragon sword. The dragon sword, and then he had the cool. I had that cool tiger sword. To- I never had the dragon sword, but I definitely had the tiger sword kid or uh, tiger sword toy when I was a kid, and I yeah. loved that thing. Yeah, was he was great. He was cool. Uh, Tommy Oliver, played by. I mean, to this day, how can you not like him? Um, he's still on the show. Did you know that? I had heard. Yeah, he's still kind of uh, Jason David Frank, as we were talking about, is. Still with the with the with the show, He's which is which is pretty amazing. Because he, he went from being the White Ranger to the Green Ranger to being, I think, the Black Ranger. He's been the yeah. Being, he's been let's see yeah, here. He's green, been, white. I think he's been red and black. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, Mighty Morphin Power he's Rangers. Been pretty much every well, he's been pretty much every one of the Boy Ranger colors except blue. Blue, yeah. Uh, what does it say here? Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers season one and two, he was green. Season two and three, he was white. Uh, Zeo and Turbo, he was red, and then Dino Thunder, he was black. Um, he's a paleontologist huh. and a high school science teacher now, the character. Wow. Uh, he oh, was... man, his Red Ranger costume was not good either. I'm no. looking it up because I never knew he was the Red Ranger. Actually, I loved... one of them was... Hmm. I was going to say, I That's loved his helmet. Bad. His White Ranger helmet was great. Oh, his White Ranger helmet was pretty great. And that sword was, was pretty rad. Yeah, in uh, Red Ranger, and his Black Ranger outfit's pretty cool too. That's yeah. Yeah, the Red Ranger uh, Zeo helmet with the big star is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It looks ridiculous. Is right. Yeah. Oh, that black yeah, one is weird looking. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Visuals are not great for podcasts, but that's true. Very true. We got to stop doing that. But do you remember in the original Power Rangers movie how they switched over to having the armor suits? Yeah. Yeah. 
that was pretty cool too. They look good, yeah. They didn't didn't really take you out of it. I mean, um, I thought it worked out. You know, as... they, uh... man, I watched that Power Rangers movie not that long ago. It's not as goofy as the show, mm-hmm. but it's still pretty goofy. I remember there being, I think, a Red Hot Chili Pepper song in it. I think it was that one. I don't I haven't watched it recently. It might have been Turbo. Sure. Might have been Turbo. I remember li- watching <laughs> Power Rangers and like Red Hot Chili Peppers. Really? <laughs> that Power Rangers that had to have been Turbo. Yeah, it was probably Turbo. Um, yeah, for me it was weird. I liked all of them. I, I kind of liked you know the nerdiness of of Billy mm-hmm. when I was a kid, yeah. and but I felt like oh, I, I I don't like the Red Ranger as much as I want to. I'm a I'm a leader guy. You know, I like the leader. I I like right, you know right. but. With the, with the Ninja Turtles, I was always a Raphael fan. Um, just mm-hmm. I, just the attitude. I think I, I was that kid, kind of a kind yeah. of a, kind of a dickish kid in the group, um, yeah, just yeah. on my own. Uh, but I always loved Leo's because he had the swords. He had the two katanas. How could you not like Leo? Um, but with Power Rangers, like I'm like yeah, Red's cool. Black is he's awesome. You know, Zach's always cool. Mm-hmm. But but I kind of related more to the Blue Ranger. But then they introduced Tommy, and I'm like, oh, that's my guy. That's my guy. Yeah. He was really cool. It's <laughs> Tommy. Uh, plus, you know, he dated Kimberly, and I mean, come on, mm-hmm. any guy that gets the Pink Ranger. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Um, and then uh, you had, uh, of course, um, I, I always liked the villains and the monsters the best. Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, the ori- original, like Rita Repulsa gang. Was mm-hmm. Goldar, Squat, Babu, and Finster. Um, Finster was the one that made all the monsters. Right, right. There was lackeys that didn't fight. Um, but anything that she sent or was created uh, started off normal-sized and then could grow to be giants when Rita... Make my monster grow. And she says it in the movie. Oh, I know, it, it was, was great. And she just digs her staff into the ground. Oh, it was perfect. Yep. Um... Yeah, there's just some crazy like Goldar. I liked the original concept of Goldar, and it didn't bother me in the movie how they adapted it. Uh, see, I like the original Goldar enough. I miss that... the voice though, <laughs> the voice yeah, of Goldar. I liked, the, I liked Goldar a lot, and so the movie Goldar I didn't like as much, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember when I was a kid, I always wanted the Goldar toy, and that was like the one. Power Rangers toy I never had was the Goldar toy. So I would always want to play with that one when I went to play Power Rangers with my friends because they had Goldar and yeah. I did not. Yeah. Was it Squat and Babu were kind of like like the idiots, right? Like they were... Squat and Babu. I guess I gotta look up what they... Like one of them like. I think was like a... I, for some reason I'm picturing it like a monkey. Um, I'm looking it up right now because I cannot even remember. Oh, yeah. Yep. They never – one was like the big fat blue guy with the tusks. Right, right. He didn't do much fighting, and if he did, he was always neither beaten. Neither one of them – actually, now that I'm looking at them, neither one of them did. And Babu was kind of like the smart one. Yes. Like he had yep. the brains of the, of the operation. He wore glasses, I think. He had a monocle. <laughs> that was – of course. You can mm-hmm. never trust a man with a monocle. I'm looking at him right now. He definitely <laughs> had a monocle. Nice. Yep. Nice. And they, yeah, and they were the ones that uh, just did nothing while Rita sent out, like I said, she sent out all the monsters that Finster made. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, what, season two, they brought in Lord Zed, who was Rita's, like, boss. Uh, Lord Zed was my... Well, weren't they in, like, a relationship? They eventually get married, but it starts off like yeah. she's she's the boss, and he comes because she get, keeps getting beaten uh, so often by these rangers. Okay. Um, and that's okay. what gotcha. that's that's what gets them the Thunder Zords instead of the Dino Zords. Okay. Um, well, anyway, uh, Lord Zed was my favorite. Think of a better looking character than Lord Zed. There aren't many. Like he is cool looking. He's yeah. He's got no skin. He's just got those um, like metal rib things on his chest, and he's got that crazy. Faceplate that looks like an evil. Oh man, Lord Zed's cool. Yeah, I always remember looking at his hands, and he had like those silver, like fingernail things on his fing- on mm-hmm. his fingers. Like I was like, that's weird and cool. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he had like just just red flesh underneath all of it. Like he has a like a mix between Shredder and I don't mm-hmm. know what. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he you was can cool. See his brain. Yeah, you think that's kind of a vulnerability, like a weak spot. And he was 
Yeah, well, and he was like a real controversial character. Like parents thought he was too gross to be on a kids show. I can, I get that. Too gross and scary looking to be on a kids show. So, um, and I get it. But man, I dug Lord Zed, and I still do. I think he's, of course, on the show. Obviously, he's not at, and he was kind of scary too. Like he was, uh, if I remember correctly, I haven't seen a Lord Zed episode in a while. But yeah, he was darker than the other villains too like not in obviously since it was power rangers he wasn't like super dark but yeah yeah uh some other scorpino johnny back or no he's not answering so i'm not sure what happened um okay well we'll press on yeah yeah remember scorpino no that's another main one lokar no i think we may have passed beyond the time (laughs) when he gave up on it yeah well, that's season one. Make... That's season one. There was a clone. I remember they cloned Tommy. I remember that. I don't remember that. I uh, know that at one point there was like a Lord Zed son or clone. There's Rito. Or... There's Rito Revolto, who is Rita's younger brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Master Vile, uh, who's the father of Rita and Rito. Don't remember him. Don't remember that at I'm all. just going through the list here. Hydro Hog. <laughs> this is the nemesis of the. Aquatian Rangers. I don't know. Uh, Alien Rangers is what that is. Uh, putties. We all know what the putties are. Yep. Uh, and then there's just random monsters here that, you know, your monster of the week type thing. Mm-hmm. There's quite a few. Oh, I mean, there's got to be one for every episode. So, Right. So, um, it, yeah. I was going to say, uh, so Brian Cranston's in the movie. Yes. And I don't know how many who are listening know this, but he was involved with the original show. Really? As well. Oh, you didn't know either. That's awesome. No, okay. No idea. Uh, let me find it. Uh, I remember I, w- I didn't know it at first until I read it recently. Like when the movie was in production, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Power Rangers. Okay. So Cranston's voice acting included English dubbing of Japanese anime, including uh, blah, 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 blah. And most notably, the children's show Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Cranston did voice work for the 93-94 first season of the series, playing characters such as Twin Man and Snizard, or hmm. Snizard, uh, for which he was paid $50 an hour for two or three hours of work. Why is this in the article? Wow. Why does hmm. anybody need to know that? I'm sorry, I even read that. Um, I just kept going. Uh, the Boo Ranger, Billy Cranston, was named mm. for him. So. Ah. Um, and okay. then him, him coming back to play Zordon and being a ranger is not just happenstance, I don't think. Uh, I think it's pretty great that he ended up being Zordon. And he did he did a great job. He's Brian Cranston. Yep, that is pretty cool. Uh, it was a good take on Zordon because it was different. It was a little more, he was a little more selfish. He just, he wanted to get out of that computer. Yeah, and it was a different take on I I liked it fine, mm-hmm. although I did kind of miss the floating head in the tube. Yeah, yeah. Voice worked. They did a great job getting the voice to work the same way. And then it's like one of those little pin things that you see at like Spencer Gifts is the way his head moves mm-hmm. around. Um, yeah, that I mean it looked pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I liked the way that Zordon was the original Red Ranger. That was great. Yeah, I like that a lot. And that was the rumor for a long time. And when I heard it, I said, I don't care if I'm spoiled because it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Original Red Ranger, Rita's the original Green Ranger. I loved it. Yep. Um, yeah, the show replaced three characters in the, in the second season already because they like wrote out Jason, Trini, and Zack. So the Red, Yellow, and Black Rangers left to, on a, a youth conference in Switzerland um, is how they wrote really? them out. That's Wow. <laughs> Uh, they're replaced by, I remember these three characters pretty distinctly, Rocky, Aisha, and Adam. Um, Aisha and Adam, I think we're both, no, Aisha was black, and then Adam was Asian. Just to further mm-hmm. along how how kind of, uh, what am I want to say here? Diverse this cast always was. Um, I have a vague memory of Rocky, because wasn't Rocky in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie instead of Jason? Uh, yes, I want to say yes. That's what I thought. Uh, let me double check to confirm because both I think both Rita and Zed are in that movie. Yes, and I don't. I think the I don't think Jason or Trini was in. Uh, hmm. I just remembered that. Holy moly! You jogged my memory. <laughs> uh, here we go. 
Oh, Johnny State lost power, so hopefully he can get back on here. Uh, update, guys. Yeah, so the Rangers were, uh, were, yep, Rocky, Adam, Billy, Aisha, and Kim, and then... That's what I thought. And then uh, Tommy. And Tommy, of course, yeah. And then, of course, Bulk and Skull. We can't forget about Bulk and Skull, which they... Oh, I missed them in the movie. Kind of had one of them. Like... Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you get a feel, like, at the beginning, when they go to detention, that it had kind of a breakfast club type feel? Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> Uh, I thought yeah, that was... I was thinking that even uh, even from the trailer, I was like, "Oh, this seems kind of breakfast clubby." Yeah. So, should we start talking about the movie? Or um, yeah, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the Rocky thing because um, oh, if okay. if anybody had seen the YouTube uh, produced Power Rangers thing that got released, it's a like 2015 fan film um, that was mm-hmm. directed and co-written by Joseph Kahn and produced by Adi Shankar. We've talked about it on the podcast before, but it was also co-written by James Vanderbeek. Yep. Um, it's kind of just like an adult take on what the Power Rangers might have been as they got older. Uh, starring yeah. James Vanderbeek and Katie Sackhoff, namely, um, in the movie. Uh, he played Rocky Vanderbeek. He was the the, the one-time uh, Red Ranger. Um, he's yep. like, like the only one that was different. And he had like a... Like a <laughs> he had... Um, what do you call it? Uh, a cyborg leg, a uh, cybernetic leg. And, and yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if it's still available on YouTube or not, or if they had to take it down. Oh, uh, it was mm-hmm. removed. Sure. You can find it somewhere, even if it's not on oh, YouTube. February 27th, uh, 2015 Vimeo was able to restore it. And then there's a safe for work version on YouTube. Mm. SFW. There's a, the NSFW is on Vimeo. So you can still find it. That's kind of cool that they were allowed to put it back. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. check it out if you're an adult uh, and you're a fan. Uh, I was I enjoyed it. Uh, I I don't think I'd watch a movie that was an hour long of that, but just for 14 minutes, I'll, I'll watch right. it. It's a good what if. Yeah, yeah. All right. So the Power Rangers 2017 film, a lot of hype going into it. I remember they released the cast as they kind of um as they kind of were uh, cast. They they announced who it was, and there's a lot of names I've never heard of. I don't know. Maybe I'm no, out of touch with the heard. with the youth of America, but I don't think either, many of them have done much um, as the you know Rangers themselves, which I think is okay. Um, but yeah, uh, absolutely, these mm-hmm. kids in the movie were dealing with very current issues, uh, such as a ch- former cheerleader who did something like a revenge porn type thing involving like yep. sexting. Um, yep. very current, uh, Jason's still dealing with what a lot of kids deal with. And that's the pressure of their, of their parents. Mm-hmm. Um, his dad played by, uh, David, David Denman. You might recognize him from the office or he played, uh, he's been all over the place. So, um, also, uh, Patrick Sabangui was, uh, Trini's father and he was, I think he's the chief of police on flash. Mm-hmm. I think that's him. Um, but uh, other than that, Maybe. there's not a whole lot of people who are all over the place. Yes, he plays uh, Sing. Okay. On the Flash. Anyway, um, not important, but there's not a whole lot of people who are recognizable outside of this movie other than those those two, Elizabeth Banks, Brian Cranston, and the voice of Bill Hader. Mm-hmm. Which is also cool. Um, kind of give them their own thing. Uh, kind of... The kids did great, is what I'm trying to get to. Um, They really did. It wasn't like just like what you see from a lot of these type of things where it's MTV casting, where they're models trying to act. Oh, no. no. This was, they had some depth to a lot. And for what little time they were given for the movie, because it's just a, you know, it's a Power Rangers movie. There's a lot of depth to each character. Yeah, um, I thought so. Yeah, I mean, how how bad can you feel about a former cheerleader who was, you know, super popular and actually did something really bad to her friend? But they make you feel bad for her. Um, mm-hmm. And then Billy is uh, easily, I think, one of the most one of the favorites out of that movie. Oh, uh, for sure, is on the the autism spectrum and just a fantastic character. Had everybody laughing because he's yep. he's kind of awkward and funny. Um, he's dealing with the death of his father, uh, as mm-hmm. well. His mother was great too. That was, you know, she's in it very little, yeah. but she, she was a good touch. Um, Zach is like, 
his mom has got a disease. I, I don't know what she did. Probably cancer, I think. They, was it cancer? I was going to say, they didn't say, well, they uh, didn't say what she had. They just said she was sick. She was sick, yeah. So he takes care of her a lot. And uh, the big secret that he has for everybody is that he's afraid to go home because he doesn't want to be there when it happens. Um, mm-hmm. Very touching moment when they when, when yep. he reveals that. I really connected with that character at that point. Not that I have any experience in it, but I really felt for him. And yeah. to that point, he's just kind of, you know, an egotistical guy. Um, yeah, but in very flirty moments with Trini, the Yellow Ranger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and her crux of the movie is she moves around a lot, so she tries to stay away from people as much as possible. And that's the way she likes it because she doesn't want to get attached to people that would meet her mm-hmm. parents because she is uh, a lesbian and she doesn't yeah. really want her parents to deal with it. Right. I mean, I'm glad they didn't make that a huge crux of the movie either. Like she, it wasn't, it. she's like, they barely even mentioned it. You know, they kind of glossed over it as, Oh, she's gay. Moving yeah. On. Yeah. They, they, she had a secret very clearly. She wasn't telling anybody and this was it. And they kind of all banded around her and, you know, said it's, it's okay. You're not weird. You're one of us. We accept mm-hmm. you. And uh, it was a good moment because, yeah, they didn't dwell on it, making it a bigger deal because it should be, I guess, it, it should be looked at as everyday thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it shouldn't be made a bigger deal, but it should be given attention in a natural way. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, right. Not forced. Um, yeah. Which is great. If I'm, I hope I'm not offending anybody, but I think that's that's the way you want to do it. You don't want to beat people down that down the you know, in the face with it over and over and over. Right. Anyway, anyway um, I guess I was reading, this is the first um, blockbuster film to feature an LGBTQ and autistic superheroes. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't know about the LGBTQ thing, but I, I could tell it was the first autistic one. And I thought it was great. I have a sister who's autistic and uh, I, I really liked it a lot that he was, mm-hmm. I didn't expect it either. I just thought he was going to be this nerdy kid. Right. And uh, I, I loved it um, a lot. Um, so you're introduced to these characters and they have these flaws. Um, but you're told right away that, it, you know, these rings won't find anybody unless they're worthy. And you kind of wonder how are these kids worthy, but they kind of rise to the occasion, which is cool. Um, yeah, they do. They're very unlikely heroes in a natural, again, a, a very human way. Um. Rita, uh, she kind of dies, sort of, when she's fighting Billy uh, Billy Cranston yeah. 65 million years ago. Apparently, it's Zordon's fault that all the dinosaurs died. Uh, he brought right. he brought the <laughs> the atmosphere or the the climate changing um, asteroid down or meteor down that destroyed everything. And is that what that was? I didn't understand. That was I... my guess. At that, that that is kind of my guess of their their explanation as to what happened there makes sense. Okay. Um, it also, that's also how they explain why they're, there's uh, dino zords is because they were the most, uh, dominant species. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Um, although the black Rangers didn't look like a woolly mammoth to me. It had six legs. That too. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It was weird. I'm not sure what it was, but also a woolly mammoth wouldn't have been around at that time. I don't think anyway, right. Anyway, what it was supposed to be. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't matter. I didn't care. Um, so Rita essentially kind of dies, but not really because she's still got the coin so she can heal, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. so once she's unearthed from the ocean, she comes back and she's got this thirst for gold, which kind of revitalizes her. Yeah. That was weird. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, also it's good to know Zordon was an alien. He wasn't a human. Um, right. When, right. when he died, alpha five kind of integrated him into the morphing grid to keep him alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and he still has a chance to come back through the, the grid. Um, but only when the Rangers are back. Yes. <clears throat> um, what did you think of Elizabeth Banks in the Rita Repulsa road role? She was okay. Okay. Like, there wasn't much to the part, number one. Mm-hmm. And number two, she kind of overplayed it a little bit, but not in a way that was too off-putting. Sure. But just enough where I'm like, oh, she's doing a little bit of scenery chewing. Yeah, yeah. Kind of hamming it up a little bit. A little bit. 
but it wasn't over the top. Like it wasn't over the top where I was like, all right, this is bad. Right. It was enough where, you know, Elizabeth Banks is a very talented actress. So you could tell she, she went, she went all in on this role that she doesn't have oh, to. Yeah. Um, right. And it, and she looked great. Uh, I love what they did with the makeup and kind of making her face, you know, pretty creepy. Uh, good costume work. Her her whole plot is she needs to bring back Goldar, who can steal the Zeo crystal, which would kill all life on the planet. Yes. <clears throat> and so the the Rangers are tasked with protecting the crystal and protecting the light of the planet is what they I think they described it to begin with. But it's to protect all life on the planet. Right. right. And it just so happened that this final fight between Cranston, or I'm sorry, between the Red Ranger Zordon and Rita was where Angel Grove would become mm. the city of which, you know, it works. Uh, the putties were there. They're kind of like stone golems though. Uh, not so much little guys in uh, gray tights. They were much, <laughs> um, yeah, they were much better than just little dudes in gray tights. Yeah. Yeah. A little more formidable. Um, mm-hmm. And it was, I, I liked that they couldn't beat them without their, without their armor. Uh, or, I did too. Or at yeah. least they struggled immensely, um, mm-hmm. with, unless they worked together and then put the costumes on, yeah. and then it was you know like cake <laughs> to destroy them, which was cool to see. Uh, them just kind of slice through them, but they still got overwhelmed with how many there were, which was awesome. Oh yeah, because they just kept coming, <clears throat> and so they had to. Well, and that's when they uh, brought in the Zords. Yeah, that's when Zach went and got his Zord, and mm-hmm. W- mm-hmm. with with the armor, they were able to kind of meld with the with the Zords and have more control than they would if they're just sitting right. in them um, in, right. their, in their normal clothes. But uh, what do you think? Okay. So going in, we got the pictures of, of the, of the kids and them and their costumes. And, you know, there was outrage, I guess, from the internet about, about armored boobs. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see the big deal. No, nope, me either. And the costumes looked fine. Rita looked great in the, in the production work. And, yeah. Uh, even I though mean, there's lo- nothing wrong with any of the costumes or anything to yeah. me. So and Zords, we kind of got an idea from posters and mini clips and the trailers and the toys came out before we got a real glimpse of anything. So we got to kind of see what they look like. Yeah, uh, we just didn't have a so so. Yeah, we <clears> just didn't have a real scale as to how big they might be. Um, you know, in the movie, but the one like glaring issue was the look of Alpha Five and all the production pictures. Uh, everybody was really weirded out by, um, and it was like the only negative thing that was coming out. I thought at that time, everything was coming out and it looked great. looked good. I'm into it. I'm, I'm excited for this movie. You know, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Then that came out and you're like, Ooh, all right. I don't know. And then you see it in the movie and it didn't bother me at all. Alpha five. No, not really. The look of it didn't bother me at all. A lot of it helps because of Bill Hader's characterization, I think too. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's a different Alpha Five, even though he does say "I I I" like twice, two or three times. Yeah. So he does pull that chestnut out, uh, which is great. Um, let's talk about that for just a second too. Is is how often they take nods to the original series? Quite a bit. Um, I mean, the first time the Zords are all together, you hear the theme song that I played at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> they played the original theme it. song. <laughs> it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, and you know. Uh, we talked about it, I think, on air. Rita. Uh, no, we didn't on air. Yeah, we no. did. Uh, I don't know. We did or didn't. Either way, Rita, you know, when she makes them big, she's, she says, uh, make my monster big or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And she drives her staff into the ground. And she did it. And it was awesome. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And and we had the one moment where Jason says it's morphin' time. Morphin' time. That was cool, too. I'm sure there's others that I missed that, you know, it's been so long since I've seen the original source material that I don't remember. Well, the original Rangers were in the movie. Two of them, yeah. Two of them, yeah. Yeah, at the very end when they're kind of celebrating the victory, Jason David Frank. I saw the pink Ranger there and the uh, red Ranger. You saw the red? uh, Are you talking about Wasn't the red Ranger there? No, I saw Tommy. I thought I also saw that. Maybe I did. Maybe okay. he was. I'm not seeing it here, but he could have been. I don't, you know why oh, wouldn't? Maybe it was Tommy. You're right. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. I saw him. Jason David Frank was there, and he's he does he does all the the Wizard World circuit, and he's all over the the cons he's a and busy stuff. Dude. <laughs> does a lot of MMA and stuff. But yeah, him and him and Amy Jo Johnson, the Pink Ranger, were both there, um, celebrating their victory. It was pretty cool. Um, 
they played Angel Grove Citizens. So I like that. That little touch. Um, Always, always good. Um, What else can we talk about here? Sure. Let's see. Well, Uh, we could, we talked, you and Johnny were talking about it before we started, but it is kind of two movies. Um, It should, it should be noted that there are five credited writers for this movie. And that's usually not a little bit. Yeah. It's usually not a very good thing. Um, but yeah. this didn't really suffer, although the first half is pretty heavy. Um, it's real character. It does really turn on a dime. Yeah. Like it, yeah. it flips from being a heavy kind of character development drama type deal to, oh, now this is uh, action, goofy, superhero. Happy uh, fun time kids stuff. you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the so guy. It yeah, flips like and it does it fast, like right on a dime. Um, yeah, I mean, you have four main writers, then you have a script writer, a screenplay writer. Um, but before all that, Max Landis was the original writer mm-hmm. for this movie. He got fired um, from the movie. Um, I don't remember why, <clears throat> but either way, you could totally tell his touch on the first half of the movie. Um, it's so like chronicle the way it looks and feels and not so much that you're like, Oh, whatever. Um, but you can feel it there. And then, like you said, it turns and it gets a little more whimsical and, uh, very much action. Cause, uh, like you mentioned, they're not in the suits till the last third of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Till the, the final act, which, you know, for an origin story, I'm okay with. Um, and they're not in it that long. Yeah. Uh, and when they are in it, you can still see their face. Like they are not even wearing their full helmets. You can right. see their faces. Right. They left the, the, the mask part, uh, the yeah. visor and you can see their faces the whole time. Um, except for when, uh, Jason goes and rescue, uh, rescues his own dad. Right. But he you, puts it down. Yeah. But he figures it out. <laughs> his dad yeah, figures it did. out. Yeah, yeah, he um, figured it out, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, he doesn't say anything. He just he just knows. I mean, it's his son. Mm-hmm. He knows. Yeah, of course. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, not seeing him in the costume for a while, hurt. I think it hurts for the kid aspect because a friend mm-hmm. of mine asked. There were a lot of kids. There were a lot of kids at the movie. Oh yeah, my friend asked yeah. me, "Is it okay for my son? I think he's five, four or five. And I'm like, well. I'm thinking he probably enjoys it for the fighting and the suits and the dinosaurs and stuff like that. Um, you know, would he enjoy this movie? And I thought the last third of it. <laughs> yeah. He's not going to get the humor. Um, any of the nope. humor that, that of them being just teenagers, uh, you know, putting a cow in the locker room or anything like that. He's not going to understand any of that stuff. He might laugh because everybody else is laughing. Mm-hmm. but the part that would be for him would be the last part of the movie. And that's kind of it. Yeah. And that's one of the things like I've been thinking about it a few times lately. It's like, man, why do you, yeah, it's got like colorful characters, but what are you bringing your little kid to a PG 13 movie for? Yeah. Let me, let me tell you this real quick, a little side story. I was at, uh, last weekend, um, we'll do a little podcast time traveling last weekend. I was at, um, uh, Heroes and Villains Fan Fest, or just Fan Fest, mm-hmm. they call it, because it's Heroes and Villains and Walker Stalker kind of put together. And the last panel was was Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and he plays Negan mm-hmm. on The Walking Dead, and The Walking Dead yeah. is notoriously not okay for children. Right. Uh, yeah, parents, you know, I don't, I don't want to tell you how to raise your kids. Don't let them watch Walking Dead, um, especially not when they're eight. Yeah, and it's not. it's not even that, like, like when I was sitting there and I'm like, it's not necessarily that this movie is inappropriate for right, children. Right. It's a movie that kids just Why well, they wouldn't enjoy bring it. In your, they're not gonna enjoy it. Like they're not gonna get it. Like mm-hmm. what are you bringing it says PG thirteen for a reason, and if you think it's okay to bring your kid, but understand they're probably not gonna have like the best time. Yeah, they're not gonna enjoy it until the last, you know, twenty minutes. Right, and so uh, and it's something that, you know. It's something that happens pretty frequently and uh, frequently lately. I think yeah. even with even a few of the Marvel movies, I'm like, these are going to go over. Most of this movie is going to go over the kid's head. Right, right. It was funny. The kid asked, got in line to ask him a question, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and his question so was, weird. "Yeah, no, I know." The question was, 
what what else would you name uh, the bat, Lucille? Like, what other name would you give it? And he's like, well, what do you want me to name it? And he's like, I don't know. And his kid, his name was Adam. He's like, should I name it Adam? I mean, that make make it really weird, right? He's just having a good time with him. He's like, how? He's like, I think you should name it uh, uh, the way you're going. And he's like, just, none of it made any sense, you know. Mm-hmm. And finally, he's like, how old are you? And he's like, oh, I'm 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 eight. And he's like, where the f are your parents? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she stood up, and he's like, oh, I see. Like she's all dressed in co- uh, cosplay and stuff. And he's like, oh, all right, I get it. You know, uh, kid parents don't let your kids watch the show. Um, don't let them know who I am in this show. Uh, yeah. cause it's just not good, but, uh, he, he took a shot at Marvel at one point. It was kind of funny. Um, yeah. anyway, that's totally off base, but yeah, I, I just, you want it to be for kids. You want them to be able to enjoy it. And maybe the next couple will be because they'll have the suits the whole time. Um, but this first one, let them watch when they're older. They'll have more fun with it when they're teenagers. Uh, I'm super or, interested to know where this series is going to end up, considering they have like six or seven more plans. Yeah, and that was even before like they finished production. They said they want to make six of them. <laughs> it's like, uh, boy, that's yeah. a lot. Uh, six a big series, six yeah. or seven, and mm-hmm. uh, on March 22nd, just last week or a couple weeks ago. Uh, Haim Saban detailed that he and Lionsgate already have a six movie story arc. So whether that's That's just like hyperbole or it's true, man. And even if they have it, maybe it'll end up being cut down into fewer movies or something, but that's a lot. Yeah. Let's start it. Let's start with a trilogy and go from there. Huh? Everything's a trilogy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause if you're, I mean, if you're planning six out, that's okay. As long as you have the plan, but, mm-hmm. you know, build a good trilogy, set it up like a trilogy, and then, you know, you can set up a second trilogy. Or, or do it the way I think all movies should be. Make them one at a time. <laughs> like like Indiana Jones. Yes, just make it, and if it does well, and you have a good idea for the next one, make it, and yeah. stop going, we're going to make... Like, sometimes I even think the MCU is crazy for planning so far down the line. I'm like, just make one movie at a time and make sure that movie is good and stop worrying about the next movie before you've even finished the one you're making. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Uh, I... I'm stoked for a sequel. Um, be- I am too. It's fine. Like I'd I'd love to see a sequel because the movie. the credit sequence was pretty great. Uh, if you stay for the yep. credits, yep. you get uh, the kids Tommy, go back. Yeah, the kids go Tommy back Oliver. to detention, and uh, the teacher there announces that a new student will be joining them. Very very hammy. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, Tommy Oliver, are you here? There's an empty desk with a green jacket <laughs> and, and a dragon on it. And there's a dragon on it. Oh man, they have to make him a bad guy. He's got to come in as a bad guy. No. no. Okay, maybe. Just, yeah, the no. first the first movie, they, they redeem him. They they make him good again, like he's being controlled. Yeah, but we've already had it. Well, I was going to say, we've already kind of had the Green Ranger as bad guy, though. Because Rita was combination Rita and evil Green Ranger. Yeah, I know, but I love, I, I, I just remember love it. That wasn't a, ba- a big event for the Power Rangers TV show when the evil Ranger appeared and he was the green ranger i think it would i think it's i think because rita was an evil ranger i mean mm, maybe take away from know. it yeah i think so like i think well it makes it, maybe, she i don't know maybe he could still be a bad guy when she brought him in that was her ranger and it made a lot of sense and it was awesome because you know that she had a bad ranger you know it was great she had this evil ranger that she ended up having control of and he didn't realize till like later that she controlled him and he had no choice yeah. Um, and that there really was a green ranger, you know, that was a good ranger, but he was just being controlled. And, and in, in this case, there's always been a green ranger in this movie universe. Um, there's always right. been a green ranger, but she was just overcome, you know, absolute power mm-hmm. corrupts. Absolutely. Type of thing. Exactly. And, uh, I can see her, you know, imbuing a green ranger, but now the coin, they ha- where did the coin go? Did it go with her? Yes, I couldn't say she, for sure. Though at the end of the movie, she gets blasted off into space, and I think you wanted her to hit the moon. You're kind of so left bad. to assume that that might happen. You know, I know. <laughs> I was like sitting there thinking, "Oh, please land on the moon." <laughs> it would be great if that's how we find her again. Like Zed yeah. wakes her up on the moon or something. You know, 
Um, that was the other thing. I wanted a tease <clears throat> to be Zed. I wanted there to be a Zed tease, and there wasn't. Logic says he's the next bad guy, you know, unless they unless they uh-huh. do a whole movie where the Green Ranger's the bad guy again. But yeah, I see what you're saying about that. Um, yeah, but I it was it was a good setup for movie two, and they don't necessarily have to go right to it, but it makes sense that they would. Um, yeah, uh, they gotta kind of pick up where they left off, I guess. Like you can't just have mm-hmm. him be the Green Ranger right away. You gotta explain why there's all of a sudden. Oh yeah, no, he's got to get his own coin and everything. Like in the movie, you can't skip over that. No, no, no. Um, first week weekend, I should say, in the box office made fifty nine point two million dollars. It was second place behind only Beauty and the Beast, which makes sense. Beauty and the Beast is a big movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, critically, before we do, before we go into what they're saying in critic uh, style stuff. This movie we've talked about it is not without its flaws. Um, no, it's no. it's it's a campy movie. Um, it's pretty goofy and a little. Uh, the music choices I thought were really horrible for the most part. Yeah, there were some songs I liked. Um, you know, like pop poppy songs that are in there, but overall it was very weird. Um, uh, there's a lot of heavy-handed dialogue in a lot of places. Yeah, yeah. Um, Krispy Kreme. Um, when it's referenced, this, it makes you oh, it laugh out loud at how absurd it sounds. It was laughing. Oh, it was so absurd. And when she was sitting there eating the donuts, I was like, this is During just, a big battle. Like, I'm like this is ridiculous. Cris- so, Krispy Kreme, that must be an important saying, place. We've been saying good things about it. Like, it's a, like a, it's enjoyable, but yeah. it's not like. Guys, this isn't Guardians of the Galaxy or, you know, it's fun, no. but not on the Guardians level. Um. You know, it's not going to be my favorite movie of 2017, but at the same time, it's nowhere near the worst movie I've seen so far. And you know what? I'll say it. It's probably a C plus B minus movie, which is fine. Most movies, we kind of live in a world where everybody expects every movie to be an A. It's like most movies are not an A. If you can get a C plus B minus movie and have a good time with it, you're all right. As long as it's not a C, C minus D or F, as long as it's not like complete garbage. What's the, like, it's okay to have a movie just be okay. Is this not every, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Is this a rewatchable movie for you? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Um, I think I would enjoy it a couple times, you know, pop it out once a year or something, you know, just watch it. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's not like a frequent movie, but it's a once in a while. Yeah, yeah, it's it was fun. Um, and then I'm looking at the reviews, and this is why people read reviews. Sure, uh, go ahead. I know I write reviews, so um, mm-hmm. you know Matt's written some reviews too. And but we're even doing our review right now, where you're getting your subtlety. Yeah. You're yeah. getting your. You're not getting your thumbs up, thumbs down. You're getting here's what's good and here's what's not. But the bottom line is, if you want to see it, go see it, and if you love it, love it. Don't mm-hmm. don't let these reviews sway you in any way. Like Rotten Tomatoes is one of the worst of all. Uh, it's 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 an aggregator, of course, of all these reviews. Uh, right now, it's got a forty six percent quote unquote approval rating based on ninety four reviews, so an average of five point one out of ten. Average. Oh, who cares? Mm-hmm. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say five point one out of ten. That's average. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, the site's critical consensus reads, Power Rangers has neither the campy fun of its TV predecessor nor the blockbuster action of its cinematic superhero competitors, and sadly never quite manages to shift into turbo blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. you missed the point. <laughs> like, this, this, I get it. Critics are movie fans first before they became mm-hmm. critics. That's why they became critics. But at the same time, it's meant to just have be fun. Just go have fun. Yeah. Um, Metacritic and to say that it doesn't have the campy fun. It's, I didn't, if it had been as campy as a TV show, I would have stood up and left because yeah. I wouldn't have been able to finish it. No, no. And here you go. Here's the other side of the spectrum. IGN gave it a seven out of 10, a C power Rangers doesn't quite pull off everything it wants to, but it's a fun time at the theater. Nonetheless, perfect quote. Yep. I agree. Um, and I would agree with, I probably wouldn't even give it a seven. I might give it a six out of ten. Sure, but, you know that's still decent. Yeah, yeah. Cinema Score is a site I've never heard of, but it's an audience polling site. Gave uh, yep, average Cinema Score average grade of A. So fan- Cinema Score added that at an A. Cinema Score. Whoa, that's yeah. surprising. Yeah. So I mean, that's audiences uh, like it. 
So here's the th- here's the yeah, audiences like it. Here's the weird thing with Cinema Score. I haven't figured this out yet, but with Cinema Score, anything under an A minus is considered bad. Like Batman uh. v Superman got like a B or B plus, got like a B Cinema Score, and Suicide Squad got a B plus Cinema Score, and then people were like, "Oh no, that's bad." Like if you huh. get anything under an A minus for a Cinema Score, that means audiences didn't really like it that much. So right now, I don't know how. I have no idea because like if I got a B plus in school, I'd be pretty happy. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. So right now, new releases for this week: Chips, Life, and Power Rangers. Which one do you think is the highest graded? Probably Power Rangers. Yeah. Or no, probably Chips. No, it was Power Rangers. Oh. Power Rangers got an A. Chips got a B minus. Oh, Life yeah. got a C plus. I want to see that movie though. That looks good. Oh. Um, I'm just kind of looking at some of these. Uh, John Wick Chapter Two A minus. Kong got it's a B weird. plus. It's yeah. weird. The internet has made watching movies really weird and talking about movies. Really weird because see here you go here you go they've sorry turned it into a pass fail system right where it's like if you if it's not the greatest movie ever it's the worst movie ever right right and nobody go and nobody goes it's a fine movie and Power Rangers <clears throat> is a fine movie it's not a great movie it's not a bad movie it's a fine movie triple <laughs> uh, X see it if you want to triple <laughs> X the Return of Xander Cage got an A minus so I mean that tells you the scale. Um, not a movie I would see, but people enjoy it is the point. Um, you know, we do this type of thing. Well, we'll, we'll give a grade to something. I know on ringside geeks, we grade the Mm pay-per-view. That's just to see where we stood on it. You know, that's, you know, did we enjoy it or not? Mm, Right. It by no means should sway your opinion of it. Yeah. Um, just like this, this talk about this movie, we had a lot of fun with it. It was very nostalgic. I went and saw it with Johnny. Actually, uh, we, Mm -hmm. we went saw it together. The audience cheered at the end. Um, cool. It was a good. I it was mean, a cool. There weren't very many people in my showing. Uh, it was yeah. a lot of little kids. Sure. Was it a, like a weekend afternoon thing or? Uh, Sunday at six ten. Okay. Or Saturday at six ten. So, so you know, almost so, yeah. the matinee. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but you know, it was good and good enough that I left happy. And I, like I said, I said it was better than it had any right to be. <laughs> right, right. I agree with that. I read your tweet mm-hmm. when I was when I was in Chicago, and I'm like, that's a hundred percent what it was. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was like, yeah. I, told, I nodded. I'm like, you got it. He nailed it. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Um, I yeah, I recommend it. Go see it. Enjoy it. Let us know at Atomic Geekdom and at Two BG Pod. Let us know what you thought of the movie. Yeah, um, totally. We're, we're sorry Johnny couldn't make it the rest of the night. He had some power issues at the house. He got it back, but uh, he thought he'd just kind of pass on finishing out the, the podcast. But right, right. Uh, just two pals, uh, I'll help him out here. You guys, you can find them on the Atomic Kingdom Network, uh, YouTube, you, boo, not YouTube. Boo, <laughs> boo, just two pals. I'm just kidding. Uh, all the same places you can find all our stuff, iTunes, Google Play, and Satchel Player, all that good stuff, and AtomicKingdom.com. Um, and they are on Twitter at just the number two pals. So give them a follow, uh, rag on them. I love live tweeting when I listen to their podcasts because Randy says some of the dumbest stuff in my opinion. And I like calling him out on it because he can take it. He's, he's, he's all right. He can take it. Like when he said he was comparing Iron Fist to Daredevil and how Daredevil fully embraced his costume in the first season and i'm like yeah in the last episode <laughs> what like last episode, it's 13 so episodes in and oh here he's fully embracing this costume yeah it, it was like the other day when he said the dumbest thing ever when he said logan was better than the dark knight oh no no i mean <laughs> i don't like to laud that movie as like one of the best movies ever it's it's a great movie but yeah dark knight's better than logan yeah Anywho, um, check them out. They're worth it. Yeah, yeah. It. All right, Matt, uh, I can't really tell you to pimp your latest episode because this comes out in a weird time um, where it's in the future that you don't know what the latest episode is. But Oh, tell- when does this come out? Uh, do you know? Because yeah, I do I can, know what our next episode is going to be. I can give you a date. Let me just open up a calendar here. Sorry, oh, kids. If it comes out... If it comes out later than this coming week, yeah, it'll be out the fifth of April. Oh well, then I won't know what our latest episode is. So <laughs> never mind, everybody. Right. Just check us out on uh, Atomic Geekdom or just uh, on Facebook, where it's facebook.com dot com slash 
uh, Two Broke Geeks podcast, although nobody uses Facebook anymore. So uh, <laughs> right. find us on find us on Twitter at Two BG Pod, and we're on Instagram where we are also Two BG Pod. That's the Two Broke Geeks podcast with on, me and Justin on the IG. Yeah, uh, I saw Justin's going to be going to Monster Con or something soon. Monster Palooza. Yeah, that looks pretty sweet. It is pretty sweet. I'm pretty jealous. <laughs> um, by this time, I'm hoping we have edit, had time to edit and post uh, my YouTube coverage of the aforementioned uh, Fan Fest, Heroes and Villains, and Walker Soccer Con. It was a blast. Got some good coverage or good footage there from all the panels and stuff like that. Um, it was a blast. I hope you followed us on Twitter. Please follow us on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. When we're at these things, I try to live tweet as much of the panels as I can because you're not allowed to record or stream them. So um, tweeting them is the best way, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, they do and say th- some cool stuff. Um, if you can get Wi-Fi in those places because it's usually pretty slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that wasn't so bad. Uh, that That's good. That's I didn't good. have Wi-Fi there. Getting um, Wi-Fi at New York Comic Con's in possible um stay tuned matt and i may have news about that soon so true uh, true. stay tuned to both podcasts for new york comic-con um but c2e2 is also coming up and i'll be there so uh keep you know subscribe to us on youtube is all i can tell you um where you can see all the cool coverage that we have there or just head over to atomicgeekin.com and find all the deets the deets (laughs) the details uh the kids say the deets right all the deets. I guess. Sure, why not? I keep saying it. Um, as for our other podcast on the network, Ringside Geeks, at Ringside Geeks on Instagram and the Twitter. Um, their latest podcast will have been covering the WrestleMania shenanigans. So they will be talking about, um, in the next upcoming episode, I should say, what happened over the weekend, uh, all of Monroe's actions, because she will be there. She will have been there live at WrestleMania and NXT Takeover and the Hall of Fame and Raw and SmackDown. She's doing it all that weekend. That's pretty cool. So, uh, if you haven't, follow us on Instagram. Go back and take a look at the pictures she hopefully will have taken by this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, you'll want to tune in to see if uh, our predictions were right and all that good stuff. Um, as for us, thank you for listening to Atomic Geekdom. Find us, again, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Like, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. If you enjoyed this episode with Matt and myself and a little bit of Johnny, you got just a taste of Johnny, um, stop by iTunes. Give us a rate and a review. And while you're there, look up the Two Broke Geeks, the Just Two Pals, and the Ringside Geeks, and do the same. Write a review. Need some help? Not sure what to say? Say, I listened to Atomic Geekdom. It made me feel warm inside. Those guys... Those guys are happy. I want to be happy just like them. I'm dead inside. Five stars. There you go. That's awesome. your iTunes review. Uh, it only takes a couple minutes, and this even less. I just told you what to type. It's super easy. Uh, it helps us to gain listeners and grow, um, and that's all we really want. And uh, we just want to get more and more people listening because we like interacting with you on the Twitter and stuff like that. And even if you're angry with us, we like interacting with you. Because why not? Who who doesn't like battling a troll or two? True. Alright, so you can find us all again on AtomicGeekton.com, Two Broke Geeks, Just Two Pals, Ringside Geeks, uh, Google Play, iTunes, Satchel Player. Um, find mm-hmm. us all there. Mm-hmm. Thank you again so, so very much. We thank you for your listening um, and and viewing the websites and subscribing to all the podcasts. We wouldn't, yes, we do. We wouldn't be doing this if it were not for you. Gentle viewer slash listener. I was going to say, nobody's watching this, Dave. <laughs> you don't know that. The government, well, I mean, the government is always my, watching. My cat and my rabbit are watching. But... <laughs> what is the rabbit's name? Piper. And the cat? Robin. Nice. Mm-hmm. Solid, solid names. Very true. And with that, we bid you all adieu or goodbye. Goodbye. It's morphin' time. Morphin' time.